Caitlin Gill, we made you watch The Scorpion King, a oh swords God, and sandals did. epic starring The Rock and the blood of his enemies. What is your major compliment <laughs> about this movie? Uh, this movie has perfectly placed windows. Everywhere you go, there's a yeah. thatched window <laughs> that you can conveniently crash through without cutting yourself or crash into after you've fallen an improbable distance. Yeah, it's perfectly placed windows in this film. The, the, the architect was brilliant with this placement. <laughs> the, whole, the world is made of improbable like trampoline dragnets. Yes. Yeah. Great. Yeah. <laughs> it, yeah, most of the windows have a... a, a as you defenestrate, they will propel you in a, in a fashion that I did not even know was physically possible. You, you know, know, it was a really helpful experimental catapult also. Uh, yeah. yeah. In like, um, that you know, actually... When, when the... oh, it was I pretty just terrific. Want... I just terrific. wanted to say, this, this totally ties in with my compliment, because there's a Go sequence of every trope you've seen in every action comedy ever, which was The Rock is in the enemy castle, he sits himself in a catapult and catapults him out the window to get away from danger. He lands... He falls through silks, which break his fall. I believe there were two windows in a, involved in that crash. Yeah. And the window. He lands one on in the way out, harem. one on the way in. And he lands. Yes, he does. The window he, on the he, way out is at the exact height that an experimental catapult would launch yes! the rock. Yeah. That's if he casually, the scientist dude casually just placed his catapult yeah. in that corner, conveniently next to a thatch window. <laughs> yeah, which the catapult was perfectly calibrated to send someone of the rock's exact aerodynamics and mass <laughs> into a harem, right through a window into a harem, right? And so yeah. there's a little like, ooh, it's a harem. And, uh, but then the guards come, so he has to leave. So he escapes the harem and dives into uh, like a bath or he dives out a window yes. and falls into a bath that has the naked sorceress that he's trying to capture or kill. And the naked sorceress and him escape through the drain pipe in through the sewers, through all the tubes. Whoa, water slides. <laughs> and then... Look, it has you. a drain large enough yeah. to allow <laughs> the rock, a the rock and the rock through it. <laughs> yeah. So how it held water at all, anybody's yeah. guess. And it's all like they need to look into drain stop technology. Yeah, it's all like squared I, <laughs> angles, too. There's no like smooth slide. Oh, no, no, no. They get bump, bumped up. But then you cut to teenage boy who at a fountain flicks yes. a coin into a well, making a wish, and all of a sudden naked, naked Kelly Hugh comes up, and he's like, oh, wish come true. I, Love that God's that was be very specific wish was that woman <laughs> was I mean a naked quasi multi ethnic but really just Chinese sorceress <laughs> with but just like it's, like I like that that guy with his mom they walk down to the fountain and he's like well here's my last uh, drachma <laughs> and then he goes. I wish for a naked woman to appear out of this drain pipe. Not food for my family, not freedom for oppressed peoples. Not apparently this coin is very Have powerful. you been 12 before cuz that's what that is. That's, that's fair. True. You know. Wait a second. Caitlin, Caitlin, are you really saying that like a 12-year-old boy would yeah. be like yeah, let's go for freedom for oppressed people. This isn't like, a kid that not, found Playboys not in the woods. All he's known is like imprisonment <laughs> and suffering at this point. I think asking for a naked lady is shooting a little. I don't even know if he, he knows that ladies get naked. It's I true. think. <laughs> I could he be wrong. vaginas are probably on the tummy somewhere. Yes. <laughs> They're lower than you'd expect. He was probably uh, wishing. Is that the tagline for, for vaginas for you? He was. I like that he. I wear mine as an anklet, and it's. Yeah. <laughs> I picture he's so mod. You know, at the time he probably tossed the, that coin in and was like, "I hope to see an ankle today," and that's what he was excited about was just that little bit of skin she was showing. All he was looking at was he her was, ankle. Yep, he was so into that. He was like, "Wow, that's a killer ankle." Yeah, yeah. very. Hey, guy, my knees are up here. All right. <laughs> <laughs> All right, my. That is an amazing sequence. My compliment is that uh, there are lots of times in this movie where The Rock does some killing. Uh, yeah, sure. He's a killing my, machine. He's a killing machine. But my favorite is when uh, the enemy king tries to kill him by burying him up to his neck in sand. Oh, yeah. And then releasing oh, yeah. a bunch of fire ants. So good. Because you've seen this in tons of westerns and action movies already. It's an awesome idea. But the first couple of fire ants approach, the rock just uses his beautiful chiseled chin. <laughs> To squish him with his chin. And that was, of all the killing he did, that was like, it was justified because it was self-defense. And uh, he was literally fighting unarmed and still won. Ha ha! He gave him the people's chin. Yeah, the people's (laughs) chin. He also also ate one of them and spat him out. Yeah. Yeah. He did what had to, he had to be done. Yeah. And they're all CG, so he's just munching at air. Yeah. Oh, it was funny. He was so good. He fought snakes, scorpions, and fire ants. It was like a lot of non-human enemies, and I enjoyed them. But the yep. ant smashing with his chin, I wouldn't have done that. I would have been afraid. 
Caleb would have definitely uh, hit up some ants. Sounds like Caleb. I think Caleb is the Scorpion King. I think he is yeah. our strongest yeah. warrior, and oh. we should recognize him as our king. Oh, yeah. Caleb. He's wearing he my... Um, that are on fire? Oh, give me a he's break He's wearing my this. mustard costume. <laughs> Come on. What? I will say, right ah! when you pulled it up, all I could see was starred, and I was like, do you have a bastard suit for your son? <laughs> yeah. I'm pretty sure he's a legit. I don't think you need to... Let's not brand your child like that. <laughs> so we got oh, ketchup and mustard. Are we, going, right now. are we going trick-or-treating? Is that what's going on? Are we practicing? Yeah. I guess it's just this just arrived, sir. Is that is that? <laughs> I took it out and then he wanted me to put it on. And he wanted to put this one on. Oh goodness, you're this is you over. Guys, I can't even right now. Yeah, is there a picture of this yet? Don't leave until we get a screenshot of I this. I think I'm pregnant. I think it just happened. <laughs> <laughs> Hold on, mustard wants his ketchup. Done. Nice. All right, guys. So go to the Facebook page and you can see Sarah dressed as ketchup. And Caleb dressed as mustard, kind oh of. Oh my goodness! Or actually, what it looks like is Caleb Bye. drowning in a giant mustard costume. Sure. <laughs> nice as major compliment. Uh, so I saw this when it came out uh, with my dad, and I loved it then, and I love it now. Um, <laughs> okay, what is one reason why you love it? Um, I I think the reason. So uh, looking at this now, I mean, The Rock punched a lot of stuff. Mm-hmm. But a lot of people punch a lot of stuff. Sure. Yeah. The thing that makes him great is that he's like kind of he's a really kind of weird, quirky action hero, right? Sure. Like he rides a camel, you know. Like he like has a lot of eyebrow stuff. He like he has a sense of humor. He's usually like oh, there is so much eyebrow like, in this movie. Yeah, a lot of them. lots. Right. Um, and the great stuff with like you know uh, when he's like he's trying to like beat up like he's trying to uh, kill the big bad guy. He's like he's pretty much overmatched for the most of it. Um, and like, yeah. it's like him, like doing some Jackie Chan, like improvisation stuff around and like, he's like, he gets to use like, I don't know, his own blood as a weapon at one point, which yep. is pretty fun. Yeah. Multi-weapon. I, I, I mentioned his chin already. Yeah. I just, I, he, he's got long flowing locks. I don't know. There's, there's nothing not to like here. <laughs> like it, it really holds up. This, this brisk 85 minute movie is still <laughs> a, a fantastic uh, yeah, I, I yeah, well, well, I'll I'll talk more about it. I have some thoughts that are not as positive. <laughs> also, I should say because I didn't realize this was a um a, like this I didn't realize this was related to um the Mummy Returns. So I was like, man, what are what? the odds they would get like another Scorpion King and then also get the the Rock to play it? So I, had, I was really confused until it is a prequel, I right? It's, a it's like five thousand years yes, before, exactly. And and mm. the. I only watched one clip of The Mummy Returns that has him in it, but in The Mummy Returns, he is CG and made out of actual scorpion. So I don't well, know what's that's happened. During, that's during his 1930s, like, in the present of the movie appearance, but uh-huh. they also yeah. flash back to him leading this army. Right, uh, there's an army. Oh, yeah. what, what, but at what yeah. point does he become a scorpion? I, I liked Scorpion King as a metaphor. I think it was, lot, when it was like, lots in translation, maybe. Just if you, like, you know... You, Five thousand years later, you think like, "Oh yeah, 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 sure." They meant that literally, right? He was part scorpion, part king, and <laughs> yeah. then like, <laughs> what happens anyway. in the movie? This movie is he gets a, a hit with a poison-tipped arrow that has scorpion venom, and they say it stays in your blood forever. He'll always have the blood of the scorpion in him, which is oh not, my god, I love that. Not it's not accurate. how venom works. No. no. Yeah, I don't know. I was stung by a bee once. I'm pretty sure I have the blood of the bee flowing through me. <laughs> and I got food poisoning once, so I'm pretty sure I have a little off Chinese food flowing through me forever. You, this you, doesn't work like a cold virus. You don't just keep it forever. That's you're, not You're a you're the bee king. <laughs> Chris, forever, yeah. whatever. I'm the bee king and the old Chinese food king. <laughs> the... Two very different kingdoms. Yeah, but they 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 intermixed and uh, let it begin with me. Yeah. <laughs> Be King Pow? I'm trying to combine all three of these. Uh, yeah, yeah, I was, I was kind of lost a terrible there. Turn. Yes. yes. I will say, Ezra, I apologize because I already called your kid a bastard. Uh, and I. Uh, <laughs> well, no, his shirt called him that. I will say, I, my impression of this movie is that it's a weekend dad activity. This movie, <laughs> totally. I, I can't speak to the condition of your family. I mean. I know I traveled to Portland with just a backpack because as the child of divorced parents, you just know how to put your life inside a backpack and then keep going. But (laughs) I don't know. (laughs) This is absolutely a thing a dad does with a kid. Like, well, this kills a couple hours and we both won't hate it. That's what this this movie is made for that demographic. 
Um, so I guess my dad and I had like I mean, maybe different standards for it, um, but but uh, we we were just totally into it, and like my my family is still, uh, as far as I know, not not divorced. Uh, up. <laughs> they could have just hit it for me very want... well. You don't have but, to... Well, then you don't I know how to pack no. a backpack like I do. <laughs> snap, snap. <laughs> Good morning, Meat Suits. Welcome back to Read It and Weep. We're a good podcast about movies and books and TV. I'm your host, Alex Falcone. You can join me on Twitter at Alex underscore Falcone. Joining me as always, he's at C. Walter Smith on Twitter in Brooklyn, New York, awaiting a delivery of sweet, sweet sushi. It's Mr. Chris Smith. Hey, Alex. Great to be here. And I want you to know, horses are faster, but camels... They're smarter. <laughs> Did that ever? I was expecting when he said that I was like, "Well, great, now a, a camel's going to like solve a math problem to finish yeah. this movie." <laughs> well, no, camel knows how to stand still to let the rock zipline off him. That camel also uh, knows how to stay nearby even when the rock is transported to Fire Ant Hill Valley or yeah. uh, outside the city gates. Or yeah, the, the camel's pretty smart. Camel also, the camel found him also, right? Like, or, or at least like the camel knew he wasn't dead, basically. Yeah. Totally. Well, right, because a camel can't comprehend death. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, camels are great. I'm not taking anything away. I just expecting that to be a bigger deal than it was. <laughs> I'm not trying to take anything from the great camel nation. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, great. Now our camel listeners just put down their headphones. Uh-huh. Uh, also joining us today on Third Mike, he's in Northern California. He's at Ezra Fox on Twitter. It's Mr. Ezra Fox. Alex, you're lucky we have the same mother. <laughs> I, I am lucky. So- uh, Otherwise, is, uh, he wouldn't have rescued you from near certain peril. That's just how he from, is. Yeah, yeah. Somehow, were there there like Vikings in the middle of Egypt? Was that what they were? So uh, there's it was a Pangea. <laughs> okay, <laughs> the opening ass kicking scene for people who don't remember as well as we do um, was uh, basically there was a, a bunch of like pretty pretty burly guys, uh, you know, who looked pretty rugged. He's got some like horns and furs all around them, and like some kind of like sweat lodge type tent. I don't know. Um, yep. And they're really excited to, that they're going to get to kill an Acadian. Uh, and they're like, hey, what should we, uh, you it know, was, what part it, should we cut off first? They had this exciting thing and, where they, like, you know, like you kill one of each race and you get, like, a little punch card. And then, <laughs> yeah, it's the Pokemon <laughs> of murder. Soda. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Which they have to drink out of the skull of their enemy. <laughs> yes. That's ecologically responsible. Yeah, that's that's to. why you drink it out. Yeah, yeah, you, a, don't, a, you don't you don't have to throw that away at the end. Exactly. That's reusable. Yeah, that's right. The Germanic hordes use every part of the vanquish. So so basically, like they're they're like any last words, and the guy's like who's chained up is like, hey, may the gods have mercy on you, because my brother's not gonna. And then they're like, ha ha ha. And then we see like the rock is like. He's he's taking with him a giant rock. If I if I saw this correctly, like he is yep. for some reason has a rock chained to him, uh-huh. and uh, then you know, busts in their whole party, kills most of the people, and like at the end of like, killing everyone, he's like uh, to the, you know his brothers like you're lucky you had the same mother, and yeah. it's just a super sick way to, to to open the movie. You get the the Scorpion King title card right afterwards. It's the cold open. Yeah, hopefully it makes sense. Yep. Uh, he no, does nothing. that. He does the thing <laughs> where he shoots a bow and arrow with three arrows in it. And it hits each guy with so much force that they fly backwards out of the hut and then several yards, like hundred yards. Yeah. Them. He's There's like, a lot it's of like flying in a straight line in this movie. Yeah. There's not oh, a lot yeah. of delicate arcs. <laughs> no, well, it's just no. a straight line. Also, and the, the physics where the equal uh, force would throw the rock that far in the other direction is sure. not happening. No. No, you don't move the rock, <laughs> though. Yeah, the rock moves you. Object. The yeah. rock moves you. Get out right now. <laughs> oh, <this is> <laughs> sushi. You go. We <laughs> <laughs> have a very special guest this week. She's at Robot Caitlin on Twitter from Los Angeles, but in Portland this week performing at the All Jane Comedy Festival, it's Caitlin Gill. Remember, baby, it's not the size of the camel, it's the motion oh. of the hump. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Can you think of anything else that joke is about than camel sex? Uh, I think it's human sex. I think it's yeah, just think it a, a racist sex. interpretation of a very standard oh, joke. Okay. I mean, okay. racist I is about... strong, but you have that like 
that weird mix of ethnically cast actors who are like, you're not white. You can be in this part of the movie with very few speaking lines that are either only funny or exploitative. And this was one. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, because they're in old time Sodom. That's yep. where they are. They're hanging out in Sodom. There's no town yep. like Sodom. Except, except, except Gomorrah, oh, yeah, maybe. There's no town like Gomorrah except for maybe Sodom. Yep. <laughs> yeah. Yep. Yeah. So many <laughs> just brilliant times. witticisms. Think Sodom and Gomorrah's like film. high school football teams were rivals. <laughs> yeah. Yes. What? Now, what are I the mascots? See those locker rooms. Uh, one of them's a Bruin. <laughs> and the Something's always a Bruin. Yeah. <laughs> the Bruin and, and something's so, always a and Bruin. the Sodomites and you the Raging so Cajuns. I don't know how that got in there. <laughs> the I did learn in Portland that one of your high school mascots is the Democrats, and I can't get over that. <laughs> what? What? Okay, Jefferson, Jefferson High School Democrats. They have oh, a man. donkey logo that looks more noble than it sounds like it should be. <laughs> I bet wow. the, the Democrats are so on the nose, yeah. Portland. Oh, on Democrat. the nose. It is. It is. Yeah. It's a smug town. All right, you guys, today's episode is brought to you by Shade the Dying World, the new graphic novel from Nathan Heigart. Go to shadethedyingworld.com now to read a sample chapter and kick and uh, and back it on Kickstarter. I was going to say kick it back on Kickstarter. That's weird. Yeah, kick it on the starting. Yeah. Start kicking kick it. Kickstarting it with backing. Anyway, I we'll have talk- to say, as soon as you said Shade, all I can think about is RuPaul. Is it about Rue? Is it all teen? No shade. No. Throw no, in shade. I would be so excited. I've been watching a lot of drag race. We anyway, sorry, move We on. don't know that it's not about that, I guess. Well, the first I, d- I do know it's not about that. <laughs> <laughs> Subtext. Subtext, maybe. <laughs> anyway, we'll talk more about that later, you guys. This is episode number 313. Of course, as you know, 313 is an age an angel number, according to sacredscribeangelnumbers.blogspot.com. Oh, yeah, but they would say that, right? Well, they were. They're sort of biased. But here's, here's some back, yeah. some information in case you didn't know. Number 313 is made up of the attributes and vibrations of number three and number one, with number three appearing twice, doubling and ampl- amplifying its influences. Number three resonates with growth, ex- growth, expansion, and principles of increase. And number one brings attributes of self-leadership and assertiveness... This makes 313. This is, uh, Alex, I'm going to stop you right there. Is there any way this is not about <laughs> camel sex? Caitlin's just miming Jack in it right now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Caitlin knows. <laughs> Apparently, uh, I got some growth for you right here. Oh. <laughs> the ending of that is that 313 uh, represents optimism, enthusiasm, communication, creativity, and expansion, and is also the area code for Detroit. <laughs> <laughs> so, so you know that it shouldn't be lost on no <laughs> speaking of factually inaccurate mystical bullshit this week we're talking about the 2002 action film the scorpion king scorpion king the prequel scorpion sp- king. slash spinoff of the mummy trilogy because it's the rocktober spin-quel. yeah the spin cool it's the rocktober you guys uh <sighs> this has been such a delight so many of the rock movies and we have two more just keep it happening. Uh, if you want to force us to read a topic, well, actually at this point, by the time this comes out, we've already finished sponsorship. So we just got a new g- gang of sponsorships we will announce this weekend at our live show. Woo! You guys? Yeah, live show. Woo-woo. It's just coming up in a couple days. Hey guys, this is Alex from the future. We said the wrong date and time when we were first recording this, so I am now going to tell you the actual details of the live show. Coming up this Sunday, the Rocktober 25th at 11 a.m. Pacific Time, 2 p.m. Eastern Time, whatever time it is, wherever you are. I don't understand time zones, but bingle it. You'll figure it out. Uh, The important thing, the 25th of the Rocktober at 11 a.m., it's our next The Live Show. Go to readdustweep.com slash live, and you can watch along as we record the show and interact with you. Costumes, prizes, shenanigans. It's going to be so fun. Be there. Great. Now back to... Me and everybody else a couple days ago when we recorded this. Chris. Yes, sir. I would like you to summarize this movie in the style of a naked sorceress. <laughs> so just just try to look good. Yeah. Alex, you can see my upper, upper thigh. Ooh. <laughs> it's really a high Still thigh. Still going to be looking at your ankle. I'm all about that ankle. Yeah. All about that ankle. Also, my makeup and hair will... <laughs> my my makeup and hair will never be must, despite the weather or lack of bathing. And when you get out of the water, you'll be able to brush a third of your hair back so that the other two thirds magically hide your breasts. You know, yes, that was a pretty good move. Because if she, uh, if she <laughs> yes. revealed one of her breasts, couldn't have shown that in the movie. The, yeah, I mean, they don't call her Magic Mike for nothing. 
I, you, whoever styled that hair should get an Oscar. I don't even know. Uh, for all yeah. the physics that were wrong in this movie, that was perhaps the most inaccurate. Or maybe the hair is growing out of her boobs and up to the top of her head. So much better. I'm into this. Shut lady. up. Don't, it's not about that. It's, she's got like eyelashes on her boobs that are so big. If I remember anything about this podcast, and I love doing it, thank you for having me back. It's uh, how much fun I have making it difficult for Chris to summarize the movie. <laughs> <laughs> a bit of a head start. That is the all right. game. All right, all right, all right. So The Scorpion King is a movie, and it came out in 2002, and it stars The Rock, and The Rock is the last of the Acadians. The Acadians are a badass warrior people who now are nomad mercenaries. And this world is, it's a dismal world. It's, world by, it's ruled by Memnon, and Memnon is a fearsome warrior king with a bad haircut and he's an evil dictator and he's been conquering everybody everywhere and everybody's pissed because he's just so much better at conquering the reason why he's got this naked wet chick a sorceress who sees the future yeah. and she helps him win his battles when when he's like ah, maybe i'll march from the left and she goes i see that not working out and he's like okay i'll march to the right and she's like good job yeah, yeah it's, it's i bet it'd be so hard it'd be so hard to order at like a restaurant with her maybe though yeah be like it's like he was like, I'll have a steak. He's like, oh. No, no, yeah, no. You're he's so great because she would, she would avoid the problem where the other person has a better entree than you, and you're disappointed. Because yeah. you're like, oh, I wanted what? to get that, but you ordered it first, so I had to get something different. Now Are I don't like it. Are you not able much. to order the same thing as the person you're eating with? That's like an insecurity to. you can manage well, on your own. Oh, my God. I order the same thing as Tanya all future. the time. The answer is fajitas. I, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's all you guys ever get. <laughs> right, I, will, I will order fajitas with other people. But it would yeah. be if I could say, like, I'm trying to decide between these two things, which one is going to disappoint me when I see the plate and how small the food is. Yeah, and she's like, Woo, it's yeah. not the fajitas. Get the fajitas. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I think maybe this woman is just working for the fajita people. That's also a very limited use of her powers. <laughs> That's true. Alex, she could do we... so much more. But, okay, but Alex, so anyway. Aren't we all working for the fajita people on some level? <laughs> yes. Aren't we all? Um, so okay. the rock. Okay, Chris, you can you can do your job. Sorry, <laughs> the rock. He's he is the last Acadian. He's hired by these free tribes uh, to kill the sorceress because if without the sorceress, Memnon is not invincible, and the people will rise up and they will be free once more. So the rock goes to try to kill the sorceress, but it doesn't go great, you guys, because it was only twenty five minutes into the movie, and. In, in, <laughs> Instead of killing the sorceress, the rock bungles the attempt on her and on Memnon's life, and he flees, but he captures the sorceress, takes her with him into the desert, and Memnon's men chase them, but the rock, in some badass, running around like a commando in a cave bit, kills every single last one of them, and it's it's pretty cool. I just want to say about um, the rock that you said he bum- bungled it, and... He's never bungled an assassination before. I think this was bad yeah. information from his employer. Because what yeah. happened I was think he, he also, turned he around. Kinda, Isn't this where he, he accidentally imperiled a child? Yeah, yeah. He, he definitely did. Oh, he did imperil the child. No, but he was like, he was going to kill her, and then he noticed that she was hot, and so then he didn't shoot her right away. Yeah, I know. Yeah. Oh, that's when he later, fucked up not like, killing the sorceress. Yes. And but this is yeah, when yeah, he yeah, fucked yeah, up but, killing Memnon. Where, oh, yeah. you're right. Like, the, you know, he... You're like, right. That was because of the kid, and that was his fault. You're right. You're yes. Right. He's yeah. not that great of an assassin, actually. He's really good at, like, the sort he's of... He's uh, for two. Okay, so he's kind of like... Yeah, if you're supposed to be cold-blooded... he's good at his eyebrows. That's, that's 100% yeah. his well, skill in this movie. And he makes the Samoan big eyes thing oh, that yeah. uh, the Maori do when, when they attack. So he makes big eyes, and he attacks, and then he'll, like, raise an eyebrow. And yep. it's pretty cool. Yeah. <laughs> um, we have different so, impressions of what makes up something cool. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, maybe. Okay, really? uh, we all can agree. That so the rock. So the, it turns out the sorceress was being held against her will, and she's really on the rock's side. She doesn't want Memnon to uh, win the day because if he gets ultimate victory, he will become the Scorpion King and become invincible. And she thinks that it, it should be somebody else, like the Rock. Wait, he would maybe. become the Scorpion King. I thought. Wait, it wait, 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 wait. Yeah. Scorpion flowing through you. I, no, I know so, it's I know, not so, powerful I'm not warrior. Sure you're the Scorpion that. King. Yeah, when the what? moon hits right. a certain temple at a certain time. Like a yeah, it's... pizza pie? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's, That's a scorpion. <laughs> so, uh, so anyway, Memnon has got to go. Yeah. So they get the free people together, including uh, uh, Balthazar, Michael Clark Duncan, and uh, some uh, Amazonian Duncan. women. And uh, yeah, oh man, it's great. Michael Clark uh, Duncan and, with like a uh, Klingon forehead. Activity? Yeah, he has he has proto yeah. battlefield earth hair. Actually, yeah. it's kind of weird. 
He did a better job pulling it off, though, I think. <laughs> yes, much. Uh, so they do a commando raid on the big palace, and uh, there, and then the Rock gets in a one-on-one fight with Memnon, who is the greatest swordsman ever. So yes. the Rock is pretty, on the ropes. good. Yeah, yeah uh, and he uses flaming swords and stuff. The Rock is not going to win this fight. The Rock actually gets shoot, shot in the back during the fight as the prophecy foretold, but then the Rock makes his own destiny. He pulls the arrow out of his own shoulder and shoots Memnon off the big tower and into well, his death. flying in a straight then, line for 100 yards. Yeah. <laughs> That's right. And then the rock becomes the Scorpion King, and it's so cool. Well, so that's not making yeah. his own destiny. That's just she stopped watching the movie. He made his own destiny, Alex. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I know. But she was like, all she, she saw him get shot in the back in the battle, and then she like was like, end of movie. I give up. But if she yeah. just watched the prophecy 10 more seconds, he would have pulled the arrow out and shot the bad guy. But you know, well, it's like was- wrestling, Alex. <laughs> uh, when you are uh, when you get knocked down, you could stay down, you could tap out, but a champion you could also, gets back up and delivers the final the blow. Script that Vince gave him. Is That's that? Not- yeah. <laughs> there you go, Chris. Is, so, so if you get a, a champion gets down and gets knocked gets knocked down but gets back up again, yeah, um, sure. Yeah. They're ne- you're never going to keep. I don't think they're ever going to keep him down. You're never going to keep him down. <laughs> yeah. no. so that's what makes a he champion. Takes a whiskey a drink. Then he takes a vodka. It takes a vodka drink. Drink. A drink. Yeah, <laughs> which is absolutely the wrong order to drink alcohol. <laughs> yeah. Which I think we all knew, but please go look at my friend Joey Devine's bit about it. It's terrific. Yeah. Aww. Okay. Um, that's the that's the book, huh, Chris? Uh, that is the book. Is it also it's a, a book? It, Jesus Christ. That's no. we say. There's uh, probably a, a novelization, let's be real. I hope Look, I get worried. Is, you but... guys have made me watch and read some terrible things. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to have to get through the Scorpion King three-part novel that's was... 18 hours long. There are actually three sequels to the Scorpion King, each with sequels, a different yeah. main character. Which a different The Rock in it. Uh, <laughs> one time, it's just a person who looks like The Rock. Eventually, it's just a, a piece of granite. That they put in a the rocks <laughs> costume. <laughs> it's a cardboard cutout with an eyebrow raised. I hope yeah. that over the three, at some point, they do show when he becomes a full-blooded scorpion. Because I just can't, I just can't get behind that transition. Yeah, because in the Mummy Returns, he's a scorpion centaur. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. All right. Uh, so it sounds like it, raise a hands time. So as you're all in on it, you're... how can I raise more than two hands? It, Can you? Raise him if you got him. Yeah. I guess. It, well, I don't know. It's, is it stir fry night? Hand, that would be his. Anyway, uh, we'll assume your dad's voting. Keep your foot out of my camera. Um, Chris. Yeah. Okay. Uh, hands up, uh, hands I am a fence sitter. I, I've got one list of hates and one list of things that are undeniably awesome. All right. I am also a fence sitter, so I'm going to say hand uh, middles. What do you think? Yeah. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to keep him down. Sorry, guys. Ooh, no hands. All right. We're going to play the game of yeah, but. Yeah, but. So for the game, yeah, but uh, one person could say something they don't like, and it, you you can follow that up with the phrase yeah, but, and then something you do like. So we have to alternate good and bad things about the movie. Chris, you could employ both your lists. Mm. I'd like Chris. I'd like you to start with two of your own. So yeah, but yourself. Oh, okay. Uh, so let's see here. Start with a hate. Start with a hate. Okay. Uh. There is a strong implication that the sorceress's powers are associated with her virginity. Right. Which Maybe. Turn, I would say ex- explication. It's not just implied. It's, it's well, really... But then it, yeah. really laid it out it, there, man. It does turn out at the end that that was a lie that they it used to It could have been a lie, her. but you never see yeah. her actually do magic after she has sex with the rock. So it's like... She unclear. has her own magic where she charms a snake. Or she um, just grabs a snake without getting s- bit. I mean, yeah, it's really... She just really just grabs a snake. There might be some symbolism the there also. By the way, Memnon at that point... Yeah like swings a sword at the snake and it makes a sword yeah. hitting a sword noise. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, the well, snake had a little tiny sword. sword. I guess, I, yeah. 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 The snake's just like clang. <laughs> you also don't see the fate of the snake. Well, yeah, that's, yeah. Anyway. Yeah. Uh, uh, which, uh, you know, I kind of hated right. that part a lot. Right. Uh, that this is somehow associated with her being totally. like pure and unbedded. Right. And then basically she's just kind of naked and a sex object throughout the whole movie. I just thought, yeah, totally. you know, like in 2002, yeah. that might have been what happened in action movies, but I expected more. Okay, now yeah, but that. Yeah. Yeah, but uh, the rock zip lines from his own camel. 
And <laughs> now you, yeah, I am exactly conflicted the same way you are. That was a perfect yeah. summary of this movie. <laughs> Which is so awesome. The zip line from the camel is pretty awesome. I would like to zip line. I would like to camel. It would be a good yeah. opportunity to do both. But I'm also troubled by how women are portrayed in this movie. Sure. I'm going to, yeah, yeah, but the zip line with, I don't think this rock is my favorite, The Rock. I feel like he's a little too shiny and modern for this time period like when he first kicks down the door holding a rock like the, the, in that scene you like so much as he <gasps> oh, says on, boo to everybody oh it's sushi time for Chris was it not sushi time for Chris oh. sushi time for Chris sushi time for Chris I'm pretty jealous Chris we're getting some sushi right now it's a pretty cool thing if I happening. hadn't had sushi last night I would be jealous Mm-hmm. I had pizza. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Fancy sushi eater who walked by a place while starving and wandered in. <laughs> I, Wasn't a plan. But ramen. they fed you no, also. About yeah. Oh, ramen? Yeah. <laughs> Chris, do you have sushi? No, the worst news ever happened, <gasps> which was that was my phone uh, didn't ring, and apparently they had called and were waiting outside for a long time and then left and came back. So they're going to try re-delivering it and they're pissed off and I'm pissed off and nobody and has sushi. And your sushi has been sitting in a car for kind of a while? Oh, let's oh, be real. So it's, in a, it's in a Vespa basket. Oh, sure. Know. Oh, man, this is the, the worst news. I'm so sorry, Chris. Um, yeah. So he so. bursts in through the, the door to save his brother uh, and he's covered in oil and he yells boo or he, sa- he whispers boo to the crowd, which I don't know if people yeah. said 5,000 years ago. Well, they didn't speak English. There's probably a boo equivalent, you know? It's yeah. trying to translate. And I mean, you know how a dog way. says so many different words in so many different languages? So does a ghost. And they're just translating whatever a ghost <laughs> says. An oil ghost. <laughs> An oil ghost, The oil man. ghost says, arf, arf. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it doesn't go more. I that. Yeah. yeah. It, it doesn't go what is the What does the ghost uh, say? Uh, I just think he, he, there was a lot of little, like, anachronistic things about him. I thought he was just not... I don't think he was taking his role seriously. <laughs> Sorry. <Huh. laughs> That's the only noise in my body. That was forced out by my body. It was a natural biological response. <laughs> uh, just like an oil ghost, well, apparently. Then, yeah. That's my hate. What do you guys... Oil ghost! What is your response to that? Uh, yeah, but... Have we talked about wait, wait. snake Russian roulette yet? Oh, okay. oh that was pretty good. Well, I'm, I have mixed feelings that about was... snake Russian roulette, but, but explain it. Okay, so... In order to test whether or not the sorceress has real magic, uh, Memnon, the evil king, sets up five urns, and three of them it's have six. 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 Have oh, six barrel. Six. That's I right. Wish four I have snakes. I didn't know that. I wish I couldn't correct you on this. <laughs> but there's something about six and four that just seems ridiculous. That's is like, it an angelic like, number? Parallel to Russian roulette, where like you have a six shooter and you fill it with five bullets, but the weird combination That's of like oh, no, 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 you did not fill it with five snakes. bullets. You, oh, sorry, wait, it's wait, one bullet. Caitlin. One bullet. You're yeah, depend- I think you can do it both ways, depending on how deadly the game is. Yeah, game is called Russian shoot yourself. I think all of them are called Russian shoot well, yourself. That's true. That does happen. Uh, but yeah, uh, so it's sort of a badass test, and I, I love it when it's. I mean, this movie has so many things that you recognize from more modern things, but because it's five thousand years ago, they do it just very differently. Well, I uh, liked. Okay, I liked the Russian. Look. What I liked was that she played it exactly how I expected it to go, which was. She opened the first one, and there was no snake in it. She's like, yeah, I win. And then he's like, no, do another one. And she opens it, and then just reaches down and like, relatively casually picks up the snake. So it's like, well, I was wrong, but I'm not dead, dick. Like, she, she just grabs yeah. the snake. So it was pretty like low stakes. I, if, I, yeah. if I could tag off of this. Well, you I can't. Really you like just there's say, like yeah, a but. Guy. Oh, I don't want yeah, but. I want yeah, and. Well, then you can't this time. You gotta have oh, yep. look how defeated. <laughs> All right, I'll do one of you come back to it. I'll just say, thank uh, you. I'll will say, yeah, but uh, there were the snakes seemed like not that impressive for snakes. Even CG snakes, they didn't do anything. They just like stood up and got their heads chopped. Yeah, they off. hissed and they they looked, you know, snaky. Yeah, they were all all show. They were all sizzle and no snake. Okay, Alex, Alex, yeah, but uh, no one's there gonna were two say anything about sizzle and snakes. Right, fuck you guys. <laughs> I'll take my challenge elsewhere. I was too, it was. It was too good to, to actually right. to, to actually laugh at. Go ahead, Ed. Um, <laughs> Alex. Yeah, but there was a guy whose job was just to carry a vat of snakes, and he was like on hand for this. He just like <laughs> was. he was like, oh, how many snakes do you need? Four. Okay, cool. I'll fill up these urns with snakes, and they yeah. just left with his vat of snakes. 
There was more snakes in there. Yeah. <laughs> to quote Mel Brooks, it's good to be the king. It is. Yeah. You want a vat of snakes? You got a vat of snakes. Hey. It's sort of At like least Mel Brooks set. knew that like you could just make out with chicks. That was like the primary <laughs> objective of his, his king. I yeah. feel like Cobras is a waste of it's good to be the king. Yeah, because he had a yeah, harem nobody waiting Nobody wants for him. cobras. And and he, <laughs> the, the harem says that he rarely shows up. Well, actually, uh, that well, was an interesting moment because that was yeah. the thing that I hated at first and then turned out okay, which was that he falls into the harem through the window, uh, well-placed thatched window, and he lands in the harem and they like immediately start seducing him, which is reasonable with the rock, Ooh. but also kind of dumb. <sighs> they're like fawning over him and saying like, oh, we don't get enough attention in our harem. But secretly, they're just disarming him and then they call the guard and fuck him Until up. Until the very next scene when he just has a sword. Well, he, he stole did. the guard's sword. Yeah, he found the other yeah, sword. Yeah, yeah. It, which he belted sword. onto his body? Because he pulls it right out. Oh, he reaches a, for his sword, and then the next time he has to fight, he just reaches down, and there's a sword. It's, yeah, it's, it's, a, it's a USB. It's a universal serial sword. Oh, got cut. it. Yeah. <laughs> well, yeah. he's lucky, because I always have to flip him upside down two or three times before I get Oh, everybody made. does. There is Put no the first three good, times. There, yeah, there's no good first try on, on universal sword belts. It's not possible. <laughs> <laughs> Until they get the type C, which is. So I'm going yeah. to say this is like a yeah, but? Because uh, I don't actually know. I just don't know how I feel about this. The best swordsman in the world, the the warrior king, mm-hmm. at one point dips his swords in flames and then just has flaming swords. Yeah, swords turns out for part yeah. of it, uh, and Tur- I can't decide if I'm on the fence about that. Turns out it is I, super hard when it's nighttime and guys flinging blazing swords around to see every movement, well, and that's so true. that's 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 like really hard to track. It's more about fooling the eyes than yeah. But else. when you do two swords like that that are on fire, it looks like you're in a rave. And I yeah he he did look like a raver. <laughs> he looked like a raver for a moment <laughs> like that. <laughs> Especially yeah. with um, that mohawk. Yeah. Not that I'm one to talk. I have a mohawk. <laughs> have you raved? <laughs> no. And uh, well, you know what? Again? I did do comedy at a three day electronic dance music festival in the woods. <laughs> so I can't say no. I can't I say no. I love it. That's a good yeah. gig. What's the crowd like? No, at it's that? not. Uh, it's surprisingly fun, it's but fun. also surprising. Not unsurprisingly, very high on Molly. So it's. <laughs> Yeah, expectedly. It was a cuddle puddle more than an audience. <laughs> so I, I've Aww. noticed, like, like when I play a wine bar, that the wine drunk is a lot like of a softer of an audience. They don't sure. laugh as hard. They're sleepier. What is a Molly crowd like? They're, uh, they're laughing, but you don't know that it correlates to anything you've just said. <laughs> it's a bit of a mystery. They want hugs afterwards. Oh, I hate it now. But don't we all? No, I don't want to touch sweaty kids. Nobody's bathing at a three-day electronic dance music festival in the woods. Mm-hmm. There was a river. There was a stage you could see from floating in the river, but nobody got clean in that river. It was just like a source of more dirty. <laughs> yeah, it's it, it, ah. liquid molly was the whole river. I feel yeah. bad for down river. Just <laughs> 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 an endless sea my fields. of floaties and high fish that accidentally <laughs> yeah. drink piss. With Molly in it. Hey, I found this turtle, and he looks to be really distracted. Why does he want a hug? He keeps licking my face. Uh, yeah. yeah, but there's one moment where there's a, a table covered in fruit and stuff, and the, his weapon is on the other side, and the rock missed a great opportunity to try to get the sword back by yanking the tablecloth, but accidentally pulling it out from under everything and not damaging it. That, yeah. was, that was a miss. Going to call that a miss? Yeah. Is, do you have yeah, else? that was that was a miss. Yeah, uh, yeah but uh, Doctor Cullen looked like an asshole, and that was <laughs> awesome in this movie. The guy who plays the dad of Edward in Twilight was in this yeah. movie as the like pinch-faced oh, yeah. noble guy. That's and right. He, yeah, he, uh, he looks like a right idiot, and that <laughs> was wonderful. Wait. Pinched face noble guy. Yeah, but you know the guy who he, betrayed his dad. The guy dad. who carries oh, around yeah, his dad's yeah. head. The guy who yeah. carries his dad's head in right, right. <laughs> just, just for fun. Yeah, but yeah. that guy was. I mean, I didn't even head. recognize him because he just looks like low budget Colin Farrell. That was so frustrating. It, like the. Are you talking the, about the yeah. Theron, Themnon, Sazanon? Uh, I thought he was. I thought he was low budget Eric Bana. Yeah, he's Who's low budget, a low budget Eric Colin Farrell. <laughs> so this is super low budget Farrell. <laughs> This is like that's two degrees is, of separation this away. Is indie film Will Ferrell. Huh. Yeah. Will Ferrell's even better. That no, would Will that Ferrell. might improve this film, honestly. <laughs> All right, you guys. Oh. All right, we gotta. We gotta Patricide go. was a bad choice. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's pull up our right, ad. Let's keep moving. Okay, I before we do the ad, I'm gonna walk downstairs and get my sushi. I hope. Please do. I'm gonna play with this droid of mine. I just got rid of my sweet droid the other day. Did you really? Yeah, I, I took it to a cell phone recycling place. Well, I am enjoying this. It's nice to have a, a hunk of metal that I can call people on for a while. <laughs> <laughs> what it's happened? Been, been a weird few days. IPhone? 
Uh, so it uh, it was in the the washing machine, which is not where you're supposed to keep them. Apparently, no, no, it was just living that you just stored it there. No, I got bundled up and stuff. You know, it was like I I I, I had it in the pocket in the bathrobe, and the whole bathrobe went in there, and you know, it happens. I'm not supposed Betrayed to trade by way. a bathrobe. I know. I thought we were cool bathrobe. <laughs> well, that's too bad, man. I'm really sorry. Nah, it's fine. It's. Um, what, what I learned from the book that I read called um, What Southern Women Know That All Women Should is uh, never cry over anything that money or time can fix. So, huh? there you go. Yeah. What can it's money and advice. time not fix? Death. Well, enough time. You can't fix it. I think you can. Everyone else is dead. Now we're all tied. <laughs> hey, Chris. Hey. You, do you look like a guy who has sushi? Oh, I thought they would be here by now, so I just went downstairs, and I waited for a few minutes. Oh, jeez. The sushi saga continues. I know. Oh, my God. You guys, we, is... are, we are T plus 62 minutes, and you're still without sushi. Into Sushi Watch 2015. Oh, yeah. man. <laughs> we got sushi experts to talk like, to, to consult. <laughs> yeah, we what we need time. is a sushi forecasting service. <laughs> <laughs> And I made myself so easy to love. Yeah. Yeah. How much they hate it. Okay, guys, we have a cool thing to advertise today. But first, um, what's one thing you know about our show? Uh, that I have to do it every week, no matter what. You have to do it every week? Sounds exhausting. Okay, yes, it is weekly. But what's the first thing that comes to your mind about the podcast itself? Oh, it's ruined my Netflix recommendations. It's too long. Well, it's not edited as well as it used to be. Not really about books anymore. It's why I don't just say yes to podcasts without asking what they're about. Okay, come on, guys. Uh, what's the heart of the show? Like, what's our ethos? Pain. Yeah, yeah pain's pretty, pretty spot on. Yeah. yeah, lots of pain. And The Rock. This month. Ooh, and costumes. Oh, and drinking in the morning. That's what I do. Pain. I think I said, I think I said that one already. Yeah, you did. Okay, these are all great answers. Oh, has anyone said sexual tangents yet? No, but still not what I'm getting at. I give up. Uh, I don't know, dude. Just tell us what you want us to say. I don't even listen. How would I know? Okay, fine, fine. Okay, guys. I'd say that if there's one thing we're about on this show, it's com... Communism! Compton. Straight out of... Compact pain delivery. <laughs> no, c- community. We're about community. Oh, I was never going to get there. Can, we love community, you guys. Meat suits, meat buddies, cutlets, the weekly weep, top five. We're all about the community of our listeners. And drinking in the morning. I love that. Okay, sure. But if there's two things I know about us, it's that we're all about community and making money. Uh, I'm in again. I was out for a minute, but I'm in again. You make money at this? Never mind. Nope. <laughs> Uh, okay, anyway, so that was kind of a long introduction, but the point is, it's time for us to debut a new segment called the Community Commerce Corner. Instead of doing ads for big faceless corporations, we're going to offer very reasonable ad rates to members of the Read and Weep community to advertise their projects, like freelance work or small businesses or art. Huh. Uh, community Commerce Center is a boring name. Trip C? Yeah, it should really be called the Meat Market. Ugh, all right, well, it's definitely called that now. Gross. Uh, yeah, uh, but what's the first item in our meat market? Well, I'm so glad you asked, Chris. We have a super cool sponsor today. Nathan Heigart is an artist in San Francisco, and he's written and illustrated a graphic novel called Shade, The Dying World. Huh. You know, I'm at ShadeTheDyingWorld.com right now, and I'm looking at the art. It's pretty sweet. I like the wooden airships, and I love the double-string crossbows. Yeah, so it's got a cool look to it. It's a sci-fi dystopia, which I know you meet suits are into, and it's about a group of these... They're sort of like floppy-eared people. Yeah, they kind of look like Jar Jar Banks. Well, they do, but let's not say that because we want people to like it. They're called Danubies. People can look for themselves at shadethedyingworld.com. Agreed. But we all know the truth. Okay, fine. Anyway, they're, they've angered the gods, right? And so the gods split them into these two civilizations. The good ones are in the shady, nice part of the planet, and the other is the scorched part by a permanent sun. And they've got sunburns and shit, and they hate it. Oh, sweet. I love wrath. Yeah. What do the Jar Jars do? They go, they're not called that, but they go on an epic journey looking for the nice part of the planet in their cool wooden airships. Oh, you can do it, Jar Jars. Use your Jar Jar powers. You guys, Danubies. They're Danubies. Uh, sorry. 
Well, okay. Tell me what happens with these guys. You're going to have to find out for yourself by going to shadethedyingworld.com and supporting the Kickstarter. Nathan has been working on this book for eight years now, and it's all written and illustrated. He just needs the money to print it in full color. So you could pre-order your own book and get cool rewards. Plus, you can look at the awesome art and look at the um, the Danubies and their cool airships. You've only got until November 1st, 2015 to back the product. So, you know, hurry the F up. Yeah, only you can bring the Jar Jar safely home to the shady part. Pain! Good effort, but a little late. Sorry. Thanks to Nathan for being our first seller in the meat market. Yeah, guys, check this thing out. The art looks so cool. It looks like the Luna Brothers. Um, the story looks super epic. You got to back it. I really yeah. want to see this thing hit the world, for sure. And I want to see it even though it's not about RuPaul. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> ShadeTheDyingWorld.com. Me buddies, 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 me buddies. All right, you guys, now it's time for a quick game of top five. Top five. Top five is where we have. I'm gonna go guys. maybe get sushi. Hang okay. on. <laughs> I'm sorry. Sushi Watch 2015 continues. Will Chris finally get the sushi he's been looking for, or will his sushi delivery company spit all over his sushi? Yeah, There's no way they didn't both. spit on his sushi right now, right? There's no way. There's no way they didn't. They had look. They had an hour. They jacked off on it three times, no less. <laughs> oh. What's the sushi? What's the kind of sushi that uh, that would be called? Um, I was I was just gonna... I was trying to smush semen and sushi and I can't do it. <laughs> how about how about rocks off and rolls? Oh Ooh, nice. yeah 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 yeah. <laughs> I think there's already cream cheese in that, so you're good to go. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's vegetarian, not vegan. Rock and roll, rock and roll sushi. Rock well, and rolls are vegetarian. Jizz. I thought there's like eel, isn't there? No, the the yes, one with jizz eel. in it. Makes it vegetarian, but not vegan. Oh, I see what you did there. You guys get it? Oh. Sushi Watch 2015. Chris doesn't look like he has sushi in his hands. No sushi yet, guys. Oh <laughs> Jesus is Christ. Is this sushi coming all the way from Japan? At this point, you're just going to have to eat the ketchup and mustard at Esther's house. <laughs> I know. <laughs> Come over here. Okay, so let's do top five. I'm, I'm in. A let's, quick game of top five. So top five is top where we post the questions to you guys. Top five. The audience to, uh, on our Facebook page, our Twitter feed, on our email list, The Weekly Weep. And we, we want you guys to ask us the big questions about the topics we're asking, the important ones, the meta questions, all of the things that you want to know about that topic. We're going to start out this week. Question number one from at Pandamnation. Pandamnation. Nice. Uh, who live tweeted a rewatching of the movie for us, which I enjoyed so thoroughly. Thanks, oh, Pandam. Wow. And it includes, included many great questions, the best of which is, what kind of person carries their dad's head around just for a bit? Yeah. <laughs> is this a bit? <laughs> like, a lot of commitment to that bit. That's a lot of carrying your dad's I, head around I to do. Remember the, what's the punchline? Uh, he's like, <laughs> he killed his dad, and then he, like, what's, he holds up the head. But what's the... He's yeah, like, he was oh, like, he, super he, surprised. Yeah. Was your dad surprised you killed him? And he's like, he looks surprised, yeah, doesn't he? Look at his and face. Like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. And he's holding his face. Oh, oh man. God. Yeah. But that guy sucks. Budget actual Eric Colin Dan. Farrell could have really killed that line. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> One more dedication. Uh, two levels above this, though. It was never going to happen. Uh, Amma said, on Facebook says, is that what it is? Amma? Did I write that down cr- properly? Going with Amma. Yeah. Could have been Amy, too. And your I name is now it. Amma. <laughs> oh, man. Now I'm embarrassed about that. Uh, so somebody with the first two letters am, uh, what is your optimal rock shape on a scale from Scorpion King to Pain and Gain? Ooh. Uh, oh, because this is kind of a softer kind of rock. This uh, is softer, a little little smoother, less less uh, hard shapes, I guess. I mean, we've but seen I, some early rock, and then we've also seen like Furious 7 where he is two or three people size. <laughs> yeah. he He could be... Four pe- four little boys in a the rock trench coat. I, this is a know, fun sweet spot. <laughs> That's the yeah. last. The, you no, know, four good. little boys in a trench coat is not what I'm thinking about when I look at the rock. No, <laughs> no that's why the muscles they're they're heads. They're boys' heads. That's, Weird. Again, not where my no. mind goes. No. Uh, you well, know, good for you, Caitlin. <laughs> good for you. So I like it. The bigger the rock gets, he also the gets dopier, and I like that. Uh, so like in Pain and Gain, he's basically just comic relief. Yeah. Uh, and uh, so I, I say bigger is better. Go America. You can, there's <laughs> no The Rock too big for you. Nope. I, I, I think there's no, there's no, like, no rocks uh, too big or too small, just rock parts, right? So, like, like in, in Fast and Furious 7, huh. he was barely in the movie, really. And that's oh, a that's problem. Oh, that's true. That was, there's no, 
There's no small parts, only small the rocks. No, that doesn't make sense. <laughs> no, there's no small the rocks. No, no, there are small parts. Small parts. Yeah, yeah, he was not nearly enough in that movie. Although, you know, scene stealing arm. When he flexes yeah. off that cast, yeah. that steals the whole movie. And he did like the same kind of thing. He did. He got to rip off his uh, his his tattered uh, armor in this one also, which yeah. is pretty fun. In this movie, this he keeps a, getting a cut by swords, but all it does is remove a part of his clothing. Yeah, like, yeah, like the mask of Zorro and Catherine Zeta Jones, the greatest yep. fighter. Yeah. Which I I do have two hands up for Zorro. So look, not I do like terrible action comedies, <laughs> just not this one. He gets hit so I many times by the greatest warrior in the world. Sword slashes, and you can hear that. And all it does you, is take off a part of his clothes. Oh, well, it you just really, grazed him. It, if you know that's what's happening, you really should go into everything like dressed like like you're going out to play in the snow, right? Yeah, yeah, <laughs> like, yeah. Just like just layers, like lots of puffy parkas. If and you're stuff, fighting yeah, the greatest layers. sword what in the world, what a weird burlesque show this movie became. <laughs> <laughs> Question number three from Michael Painter: Is there anything in this movie as hideous as CGI Dwayne Johnson from the end of The Mummy Returns? And I mm, I hadn't actually seen no. this, but I looked at it. It's bad, you guys. Yeah, uh, two thousand or early two thousands or late nineties CGI the Rock Scorpion and the centaur. Full, yeah, the full of the Rock, like the full CGI of his face, which we still can't really do. Oh, he looks yeah. so dumb. Are there are there any other things we hadn't really quite cracked in nineteen ninety nine? Like, I feel like we are pretty good in most situations. Y two K problem. Uh, apparently, CGI. Yeah. Well. Okay, yeah. <laughs> um, Anything else we fixed like now that, that was bad time? then? <laughs> Taylor Swift was not doing okay. pop music yet? Yeah, dubstep yeah, was nothing. I don't know why we haven't gotten that on. Wait, Taylor yeah. Swift might not even been alive in 99. Um, <laughs> no, no. Sure she was. No, yeah. She's, she's not 16. Uh, MDMA yeah. wasn't called Molly yet. Uh, a lot of things. A lot of changes. Huh. Yeah. yeah the cars look crappier, too. <laughs> yeah, the cars are terrible. <laughs> wow, it's cars. like time travel. Time travel with Ezra. <laughs> wait, wait, wait. What... Okay, guys, hold on a second. On Bing, one of the recommended related search for 1999 is 1999 Creepypasta. So I'm going to click on that now. Yeah, definitely click on that. Also, if you guys want a Bing update, um, <laughs> I switched to using Bing as my primary search engine because of their the funny ads we were doing about it. And yeah. I'd like to stop. <laughs> it's not very good, <laughs> is it? It's not good. Uh, multiple times it's had the Wikipedia's mobile page as higher than any other search item. And several times, uh, it's, it's like the good. actual company's website is like the fifth search result. They're not good. And Ezra, I don't know how you're getting any prizes for this. Because I've been doing this for like three months, and I'm two-thirds of the way to a cup of coffee. Um, do you have it both on mobile and on your desktop? No, I'm just doing it on a desktop. Well, you're losing out on 10 cents a day, man. <laughs> it's just so little money. Uh, I'm just going to pay for my coffee and switch back to Google. Um, number <laughs> four... Uh, Marcelo, always good for uh, always a good time on Twitter, says uh, he's at, at guy incognito. Um, so, are the ancient Egyptians the civilization to credit for that for all of the sweet professional wrestling moves we have today? And uh, no, oh. because it was the Akkadians. <laughs> Zing. Yeah, but, but also the, I the do Egyptian. like this is one of those movies where he's fighting a lot, and I'm sure he's using classic The Rock wrestling moves that I just don't know the names for. So I wish we had answered. He here. didn't do a lot of grappling; it was a lot of basic punching and sword swinging on this one. There was some like there's definitely some. Um, when the 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 guy the bad guy did that cool move where he has a staff and he hits you so hard in the back of the legs that you do a backflip. Oh sure, <laughs> but also get flung in a straight line, maybe twenty meters. Yeah, exactly. yeah. <laughs> uh, good answer. To I mean, uh, here okay. here's the great thing about this: we really don't know with any concrete proof that Egyptians did not have the exact same professional wrestling like leagues that we do now. Yeah, we don't right? know that. There's no way can't we don't be know proven. That. You can't, can't be proven can't that they communicate. Yeah, you can't prove there weren't wait, aliens wait, wait. there. Okay, you wait, can't wait. prove there wasn't. So it didn't wrestling. happen. I can't prove it, or I'm not allowed to tell you it. Which one of these three things are you sticking behind? <laughs> Isn't it all? Which of them? one is the best laugh right now? <laughs> <laughs> You're not listening to me. Whatever I say. That yeah. Is the best. Uh, and lastly, number five, you guys, no retreat, no surrender. That's from me. What do you guys want to do? Uh, we had a submission for this already from uh, Mart Agnan. 86 on Twitter. I hate Twitter handles. Um, uh, anyway, uh, Martagnan86 says, uh, no, no surrender. The guy at the very beginning who gets a throwing star in the face for no reason, what's his story? <laughs> the movie opens with a guy, a big, ugly dude, looking around, throwing star to the face, done. And we don't see any other ancient Chinese weaponry at any point. 
Yeah, the Rock does like his I, little, like his tiny little minor pickaxe yeah. sword yes. thing, though. He uses that. He yeah, uses that. Uh, you know, tiny little sword or tiny little knife to the face guy. I think was a uh, he was a poet and a lover, <laughs> <laughs> and he he enjoyed killing, but it was a hobby. But he was more in it because his brother was really into it, oh, and so he was standing rivalry. guard while his brother was like doing his big fraternity initiation or whatever inside. I and uh, <laughs> was just in the wrong place at the wrong time. <laughs> so you know? who do you guys want to know retreat no surrender then if it's not him? I I think I'd like to see that scientist more before this movie and like what his time as a scientist under a tyrant was looking like and like what his testing of the catapult through the window was. Oh yeah. Uh I want to follow the gals in the harem because the Memnon doesn't come around a lot, so I bet it's just like quipping and drinks and it's sex in the first city. <laughs> <laughs> Nice. Also, they have a lot of they have a lot of knives that like were never like uh, like taken back, so they could like just be like a, a harem gang on the streets now. Oh yeah, yeah. I mean they... they could girl gang it now. Get your I mean like right now. <laughs> now now right. You can't prove to me, Caitlin, that's not happening right now. <laughs> Ezra, I would like you to end up being a history teacher someday, and like you're just in class, and your your argument is always you can't prove to me that's not true. <laughs> How would I have gotten this job? Like you can't prove to me that I'm not qualified. Just pure confidence. Yeah. Ninety <laughs> percent of a job interview is confidence, Ezra. Truth. The other part is pants. <laughs> Just have one percent pants. That's the thing you need. Well, if you were wearing eighty percent pants, that would be too much. Now, is it like precipitation where there's like a thirty percent chance of any pants, or is it more like that there's going to be pants thirty percent of the time? Twelve percent of your body. Okay. <laughs> You can fool all the pants all the time, but not some of the pants. Some of the time. It's like Russian roulette. It's right. like five of There's the pants. There's five pairs of pants. <laughs> yeah, we got to pick two. <laughs> two of them have snakes in them. Oh, right. no. That's the... <laughs> oh, yeah. That was that great scene Why? in Toy Story where he's like, there's a snake in five of my six boots. <laughs> Why? Why can't can we just have snakes on a plane, two snakes in the pants? Oh, oh. no. <laughs> no? I think that's a porn parody right there. It's going to say. <laughs> okay, fair. It does sound a little bit too on the nose, which was the whole point of that first movie title. So maybe it's good. Uh, that's the end of top five, you guys. You can top play five. Facebook.com top slash read and weep, or you can do on Twitter at read underscore weep. And join the weekly weep, read-weep.com. Now it's time for our minor compliments, so we're going in reverse order. Ezra, I believe you're up first. Tell but me. maybe can I check for Sushi? Sushi yeah, Watch 2015. This has never happened to me before. You've never not had sushi? You're eating sushi right now? No, that's just a thing I feel like saying uh, to our guests because we have spent so much time waiting for Chris's sushi today. Oh, that's true. It's definitely the most time we've spent like, talking about like Godot's sushi. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Okay, I'm back. Oh, great. Was it there? No? It doesn't no! Like it. No, but there was a tour <laughs> bus that was honking in a bunch of cars that are in the way. Uh, nice. New York. Yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, all right, you guys. So, reverse order. Ezra, your minor compliment. What is it? Um, so, looking over IMDb trivia, um, Vince McMahon <laughs> is an executive producer because he owns the use of uh, The Rock That's uh, as the name. What? And this, this is, uh, that's what I love about EP credits is because you kind of have to do everything or absolutely nothing to get one. <laughs> <laughs> I, that's pretty amazing. I love that. I, I think it's weird that he just owns the name The Rock. Because at the time, all entertainment, anything he appeared in, he had to be called Dwayne The Rock Johnson, as opposed to Dwayne Johnson, which is what he goes by now, because oh, does? WWE doesn't... Yeah, when when he's in movies, it's Dwayne Johnson. So every not. time we've called him Dwayne The Rock Johnson on this show, like, even the, the month should be called Dwayne Tober? Well, no. Or, or alternatively, Vince McMahon is now a pretty EP on this month. <laughs> <He's>, <laughs> yeah. I think he is, he is an EP of this whole month. I think he's earned it. Yeah. Uh, my minor compliment is... Um, Great moments in vegetarianism. So, sure. <laughs> uh, I'm a vegetarian. I'm a big fan of any time something vegetarian happens. Um, so, at one point, he's trying to stop Michael Clark Duncan from killing him. And so, The Rock, uh, with permission of Vince McMahon, throws a case of like fruit at Michael Clark Duncan. And Michael cuts it up with swords. And then he has another case of fruit. And he throws it at the And then MCD shreds it with swords. And then he reaches to grab more fruit and accidentally grabs a chicken. And he looks at it and then doesn't throw it and get it shredded. He puts the chicken back down and finds some other way of fighting. And that was a great vegetarian moment. 
Yeah. I, Great moments no. in not getting an animal killed by a raging guy with swords. Also, it made me think of like just how bad, uh, like how how terrible the game Fruit Ninja would be if every once in a while a living creature got thrown up in front of you and then like squawked. In front of you. <laughs> I, I was oh no, it was a kitten, Fruit chicken, but it's probably Chicken Ninja, right? Yeah, Chicken yeah. Ninja. <laughs> Although Chicken Ninja would be a way Not better game if that was the character, and you weren't a ninja who kills chickens. Ooh. Like if it was a chicken that is also a ninja. <laughs> oh man, I, I want Chicken huh. Ninja to kick Kung Fu Panda's ass. That's what I want. Oh, I love Kung Who Fu Panda. Who would you take? A, oh, I think Kung Fu Panda would probably win. Dude, you can't beat a ninja chicken. You guys are getting pretty seriously into this debate at this point. <laughs> <laughs> Three hours later. <laughs> All right, fine. I guess in that situation, Kung Fu Panda would win. Uh, yes! Going, Chris, is your sushi here yet? No? Back. All right. <laughs> <laughs> going backwards, Chris. Minor compliment. Uh, you know, this movie didn't try too hard to set many things up. Uh, most of the time, The Rock just stumbled into things and started kicking ass. Mm-hmm. But the one thing that they did set up a bit was that uh, the uh, the bow that knocks the, the bad guy off the tower in a straight line for 100 meters or whatever. Uh, there's a time at which cut rate uh, Colin Farrell is trying to pull the bow, and he just can't. Because yeah. even though he's a reasonably strong guy, he's not the rock strong. And then he like handed it to some other guy who tried pulling, it and he couldn't. And uh, it it really just like was the one part of foreshadowing. I was like, oh, the rock has a pretty strong bow. I wonder if that's going to come <laughs> yeah. up later. It's, it's true. I was I was real. And also, I love that the way that he defeated like the best swordsman. Um, you know, ever is basically like by bringing the equivalent of a gun to a knife fight. Yeah, because so, normally this swordsman is known for being able to block arrows with his swords, or just catch um, and them sh- with his hands. Or, yeah, yeah, or do, does, do something yeah. as a demonstration, which is goddamn risky. I don't know. If yeah, you're the king, if you're king, yeah, yeah. I hope oh, they're blunt. Actually, yeah, one. Alex, that's that's kind of like why I don't call people by name. It's like. The reward isn't big enough for the risk, you know? Hey, my, guy! <laughs> yeah. Buddy? <laughs> Say my name. Say my name. Yeah, buddy? Guy. Your name's Buddy, right? <laughs> How long have we been on this show? Why are you pal? Your why, pal? Why are you calling me baby and acting kind of shady? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, well, like, but the, the thing is, the rock's bow is so strong that it propels arrows so quickly that it is faster than this guy's, even this guy's famed reflexes. And, and therefore, that, you know, I was angry about ha- that physics problem with people going to fl- flying in a straight line for 40 yards and they got hit by the arrow. But then I saw how hard his bow was and I was like, oh, I guess that makes sense. <laughs> this is really hard. <laughs> yeah. Then you saw how hard his bow was. All right. Uh-huh. Gross. Uh, Caitlin. Not talking about his sweet body. Minor compliment. What is your last nice thing you have to say? Although I did keep my hands in about this movie, it is far superior to anything that I've experienced as a part of this podcast. Yay! This was was definitely my easiest day at work for you guys. Uh, I imagine that a lot of people have me like in their phone as do not respond. (laughs) I I put in a lot of bad phone calls to people, and uh, this is one of the easy ones. This whole month has been one where people are like, like this is an easy t- thing to get people involved in. My only problem, I mean, I, not to, to, to I, I know we're complimenting right now, but this is an action comedy that is bad at both. It's just not great action, <laughs> and the comedy's the worst. Yeah. Uh, it's, yeah, you know, it's all very it's, it's syrupy, silly comedy, and even during the action, it's this is a, a thing about action movies for me when the foley tries to play to kids. So all every time a sword moves, every time somebody falls down, it's not like a like it's not like a I fell. It's like a whoa, whoa, like there's nothing. <laughs> you know, it just but at the same time. As also it, on Foley because there's so many good Foley notes in this movie. My favorite Foley moment is that when the 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 big pottery that has the snakes in it falls over and it they play the pot breaking sound effect mm-hmm. that's in uh, in everything but is especially in Wet Hot American Summer like constantly <laughs> yeah like, running gag of the pot smashing sound effect and they use that in a big budget movie yes, yeah it's crazy they certainly did yeah but uh, yeah sorry uh, I did I did I should have used this earlier but nonetheless no 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 I couldn't, no, no, no. I couldn't let the hour pass without throwing no, it no uh, and and it is Definitely, I think, you know, I agree. One of the easiest things we've ever had to watch. Uh, but the the fight scene between The Rock and Michael Clark Duncan, where it's just two big dudes raging at each other and oh, throwing man. chickens like and doing that six. whole thing. I don't know. I, I, uh, I liked it. 
Yeah. I, I thought it was a fun, I, I say, humorous fight scene. It, it felt like a low stakes fight scene. You could explore more detail <laughs> about the quality of this movie. Sure. I mean, yeah, I'm sexually confused, but at the same time, <laughs> aren't we all? It, wouldn't it be great if instead of being hangry, you just get sexually confused? We're just like, I haven't had sushi for a while. <laughs> oh you know, my God. Let's try some stuff. <laughs> <laughs> That is it for our show, you guys. Thank you so much for joining us. Next week, we're going to be talking about The Rock some more. We're going to replace yeah, this Yeah, The Rocktober oh, continues with a live show. Or not. <gasps> it's sushi, you guys! Yay! Chris is going to be... Yeah, next week, a very special The Rocktober live show, which you may remember is Sunday, Rocktober 25th. 11 a.m. Pacific time. That's 1 p.m. Pacific, 1 p.m. Eastern time. It's 7 p.m. GMT and whatever other times anywhere else. Time zones are hard. You can go to readdeathweep.com slash live right now to find out more to RSVP and to hang out with us. It's going to be so fun. So watch along. There'll be costumes, prizes. We're going to announce the winners of our sponsorships and we're going to be giving away one gift sponsorship to one lucky winner for the game. What is Ezra eating? A very... Thematic. What is Ezra eating? I can't tell you which I'm gonna one. I guess it's ketchup and mustard. Could be. Mustard. <laughs> is it gonna be rock candy? I think you've already eaten pop rocks. That'd be too obvious. Yeah, rock candy. Yeah. Is pretty good. Oh god, munching on ketchup and mustard would be awful. It would be really gross. <laughs> uh, anyway, all Your that more is next week. Crazy. And you guys, guess what we're watching for our special The Rock live show? We are watching The Rock. That's right. The oh, I thought it was gonna be a surprise. Film. I thought we weren't gonna tell our listeners. You know, I'm ashamed to admit that that's definitely on my short list of favorite bad movies. I will watch that anytime, anywhere. This is a good episode to catch me for because I didn't like this and you enjoy punishing me. But The Rock is great. Everybody enjoy that episode. I enjoy it. The 1996 film starring Sean Connery and Nick Cage. This is the, really, the reveal, Chris, right now. Um, oh. Right? It doesn't make sense for people to, art, to like show up to the live show not knowing what we're talking about. And then we surprise them with The Rock. Well, it's not. they're not showing up to the live show because of the topic. I think right? partially it helps. They need to do the homework beforehand. What, okay. what is? I said they need to do the homework beforehand. Yeah, I, you think, know? I think people gotta, want to. Okay, okay, okay. Anyway, it's awesome. So join us at 3 p.m. Pacific time. We'll do about an hour-long live show. You can watch live. You can comment along with us. We'll play the games. And then we're going to go home and fuck the prom queen. Mm. That's a win. <laughs> if we're winners <laughs> only the winners uh, so that's next week join us for that also uh, one more time go to uh, meatmarket.space and you can uh, get more information about our meat market where we have uh, excellent sponsors who are also listening to the show this week the episode of course brought to you by Shade the Dying World Nathan Hike Hy- Hy- please go fund it and fund it quickly Shade this needs World to be out in the world yeah it'll be great it's, yeah. it's fun and thank you, Nathan, for joining the meat market. Uh, Meatmarket.space. You guys like it? A dollar ninety-eight for dot space addresses. I recommend you get Love some. Love it. What? Do we still have a uh... tech? Yes, we do. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> we own some good domains. We have a pretty good pro- portfolio of domains right now. tech? That was only like seven dollars. I'm not amused. <laughs> <laughs> Worth it. Yeah, I know. Uh, anyway, uh, follow Chris on on Twitter at SeaWalterSmith. And thanks for being here. Chris. Hey. Yeah. Thanks. I hope you enjoy your sushi. And thanks for being here at Ezra Fox. Yeah. And uh, enjoy <laughs> your sushi. And uh, also, <laughs> very special guest at Robot Caitlin. Thank you so much for doing the show. Of course. I love doing it every time, even though I have to watch horrible things. Uh, this was not the worst. Uh, thanks for no, being on, No, this was Caitlin. definitely not the worst. Any time. didn't watch it. Anytime. By the way, uh, <laughs> I, I, can I recommend something for the podcast? Please Maybe do. a listener can grab it, yeah. uh, you know, to sponsor if they want. Have you guys watched Radical Jack yet? No. Oh, what is Radical I've Jack? I've watched Radical oh. Jack so many times. It is a Billy Ray Cyrus masterpiece. It is an incredible what? film. Oh. Is this Billy Ray, Billy Ray Cyrus's Cool as Ice? Is yes. Is this his Cool as Ice turn? Uh, yes, except awesome. there's no none of his music in it. Uh, it and cool, awesome. of Ice, cool as Ice is another movie that I love and have watched like millions of times. Uh, yeah, it's beautiful. The show is real fun. Uh, so yeah, yeah I, hopefully you guys, uh, if you if you uh, ever need me back and need a recommendation, I'm going to make you guys watch Radical Jack, and that wow. will be punishment this for God's not cool. day. <laughs> oh man. Wait, did you watch the first... Wait, wait, what did we... Yeah, God's Not Dead, not the... 
Is there a sequel to God's Not Dead? It's just not Jeez, out. It's coming I out. I hope not. Are it's you not kidding out. me? No, it's God's Not Deader. At least Kevin yeah. Sorbo's dead in that movie, so he can't be in it again. Oh Unless God, it's sorry. a prequel. <laughs> yeah, all things are possible through the Lord. Yeah. God will soon not be dead anymore. Anyway, thanks for being here at Robot Caitlin. Uh, we'll talk to you again soon. Remember, Kevin Sorbo died for your sins. Goodbye, everybody. <laughs> 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 That's right, there.